Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 31, Emil Westergaard. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I have the third message from Chris Pearson. As was common, he recorded a song on my machine. This time, it is a version of Emil Westergaard. Who was Emil Westergaard? Well, I'm going to let Chris explain, but first let me say how I knew Emil. In 1984, my second year at the University of Chicago, he lived across the hall from me in the Shoreland dormitory. We mostly got along, but I remember arguing with him about the presidential election because at the time, still under the influence of my father, I supported Reagan while he supported Mondale. It was my first time eligible to vote, and the funny thing is that when it came to filling out my ballot, I ended up leaving the section for president blank. So perhaps Emile's arguments had an impact on me. But let's now hear Chris's recollections of why he wrote the song about Emil. Emil Westergaard, I think, was a legitimate fan of ours. You know, like, again, looking back at those days being 18 and 19, you know, I'm not proud of everything I did or thought. And I was always trying to be outrageous. And I think I was making fun of people. I know I used to, we used to make fun of Emil. He was a pretty decent, he, he was a nice guy. I can picture his face. He had round tortoiseshell glasses, I believe was from New York City. He went to all of our shows, but I used to make fun of him because of his style of singing and guitar playing. I know, he, I remember his big hit was this Rambo song, some translation of the drunken boat that he had set to music. And it was very competent, and I thought just very, just white, and just not cool, and just earnest. And it was, I guess, the opposite of what I thought of my, I wanted to be, which was edgy and provocative. For that reason alone, because of the sort of music he was making, I think that's where the line comes from, the David Sand. I mean, if you listen to the line, he's a David Sand born of the folk guitar. That's probably not a bad metaphor. Okay. So now let's hear the message. It's from fall of 1988, and it's about three minutes long. Immediately afterwards, Chris will elaborate on the recording.
Emil Westergaard. Emil Westergaard. He's David Sanborn of the folk guitar. Emil Westergaard. Emil Westergaard. He's David Sanborn of the folk guitar. The folk guitar, Emil Westergaard, Emil Westergaard. He's the David Sanborn of the folk guitar. That sounds pretty good. You know, it, it's funny. We were talking about um, the Italian sausages. The place was called Donald Ducks, D-U-K-S, and that's what I'm singing about in that song. I remember the line I'm eating. Donald Duck's Italian sausage. And I think I must have had some Burger King too because I'm eating at Burger King again. What's going on, this is the way I was recording and I'm sure I was on Bishop Street, is I would do one track on one box and play it back and I'd record over it on another box. So it was, it wasn't, I wasn't editing anything but there would be one layer of sound and I mean, you remember my studio then, there were all these toys around. I had a polkalele, that long uh, curved uh, ukulele, lots of xylophones, squeaky toys. I think I was a painter back then too. I was remember I was doing all these paintings of squeaky toys, and but I'd also have them around to use for the music. The xylophones, a little kid's drum shit. I, mean, I remember buying this, at a, I go to thrift stores all the time back then and just whatever was cheap and made noise would always be just lying around. So there's one layer of that that has been recorded and another layer that's live that's being left on your answering machine. Now it's possible that there's not a second box. Like maybe what I'm doing on is counting on you to save this because I have the one box with the sound. I'm probably putting that right next to the phone so it's playing and record, you know, into your answering machine, but then I'm doing my own thing over that. You know, I can hear what is happening live, which is most of it, I think. Like, I think I'm starting out live and then I'm coming in with the other tape, but I think basically I'm using your machine as the record. That's the recording. And I remember asking you for this. Either you sent it back to me or I asked you for it, and I wound up putting it on the mixtape I was making at the time. I found, too, I remember when we would bounce songs back and forth, pretty quickly after a couple of passes, it would begin to sound a little bit funny. You know, it would sound slightly slowed down or just a little, you know, lo-fi to a certain point. I think I like that about it, too. Like, it's just had this quality like it was definitely over the telephone and I liked have if I was editing a cassette tape I like some of the songs to sound like that mixed in with the live songs all right that's it for this week thanks again to Chris for sharing his memories I hope to interview more people who have left messages in future episodes so if you left a message on my machine in the late 80s or if you saved messages yourself 
and would like to participate in this podcast, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.